You are listening to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast, and this is episode number 53. Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. This is your host, Monique Malcolm, and the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast is a show for creative entrepreneurs who want to leverage their talents, their skills, or passions to build thriving businesses. And before we jump into today's episode, I just need to let you know that this episode is brought to you by The Fear Guide. Silence your fear and take action. If the chorus of fear is regularly singing you out of your dreams, you need to grab this short read jam-packed with exercises that will help you silence those internal voices of fear long enough to take the next teeny tiny, we're talking about like micro steps here, and you can grab a copy by visiting thefearguide.com. Also wanted to let you guys know the community survey is still open. So if you have not taken it yet, what are you waiting for? I would love to know and have your feedback about what you'd like to see more on the show, what you'd like to see more from Keep Chasing the Stars as a whole, and really get a good idea of what you guys need help with so that I can help you find solutions. And you can access that survey by going to keepchasingthestars.com backslash survey. So just all one thing, keepchasingthestars.com backslash survey. All right, so now that we've gotten all of those things out of the way, you guys, we are on, I think this is part four of the Fearless series. Yes, it is part four of the Fearless series. And today I have another one of my girl boos on the show. She's been on the show before, so I will add her previous episode in the show notes if you want to check that one out as well. But you guys, let's welcome Zaylee Barclay back to the show. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Hey. And continuing with this Fearless series, I have Zaylee on the show because, as I told you guys in a previous episode, Zaylee is a beast when it comes to visual content. Her branding is beautiful. She takes amazing photos. She does really amazing things with video. And that is the topic of today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to launch your YouTube channel. Because, listen, people, make me do the claps on you. If you are not using video for your business, you are missing out. And listen, I'm preaching, I'm preaching a little bit here, but also telling this to myself that we all need to be utilizing more video. And I know this is one of those things that's scary because video is intimidating. Being on camera can be very intimidating, but Zaylee is here to help us break it down and get started because we need to be launching these YouTube channels. You need to be using video in your business. And she's going to tell us how. So before we get into that, Zaylee, let the people know who you are, what you do. <laughs> hey guys, I am Zaylee Barclay of ZayleeBarclay.com and I am a video and visual content creation coach. That's what I really help people do, understand how they can create content that really connects to their audience or helps them find their audience and grow their tribe based on what it is that they want to put out there, what their business is. So I help you to create content that is smart, that helps people understand or know, like, and trust you, and then obviously want to work with you, right? So video is one of the best ways to do that. How you show up online is super important. 
And video is a an amazing connector. There's nothing like out there that works like video, I would say. But I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, y'all, that she she delivered her elevator pitch. So now I'm sitting here like, okay, I need to get some more video out there because I need to be <laughs> connecting with people. Because I have things to say and people that I want to help. And I know that you do too. So Zaylee, you work with lots of clients. I know that behind the scenes, not only are you creating video for yourself, you're creating mm-hmm. video for brands. You're helping other businesses mm-hmm. create their own video and start their own YouTube channels. What are some of the mm-hmm. things that people mention to you when it comes to creating video? Like what is holding them back from getting started? Um, I think a lot of people first think about the fact that one, they don't know what to talk about. Uh, the other thing is that they're thinking about that there's, you know, if they do know what they want to talk about, their setup isn't always what they would want it to look like, or they're having technical, uh, difficulties (laughs) in setting up. And, um, yeah, one, they don't know what to talk about. And two, they are, sorry, three, (laughs) like they think about that, uh, they're not good enough. They don't know enough or they don't look good enough to be on camera. Uh, and that so, one, yeah, those are the three main things. <laughs> Number three is like the main holdup. Um, I'm gonna call out one of my best besties, but uh, Miss Javon Sudbury, <laughs> her and I have a conversation every so often when she talks about going live, and she was like, Do my eyebrows look good enough to go live? And I'm like, Girl, if you don't go live, nobody's looking at your eyebrows that close up, like just sit farther back from the phone. It's fine. Like brush them up, <laughs> put a little, put a little gel on them. So they stay and like, just go, go, do, go live. So I, I totally get that, that feeling of uh, not wanting to be judged. And that's the thing that we've talked about a lot in this series. It's like that fear of judgment of, like you said, not feeling like we're enough or feeling like we're good enough or that people are going to judge us. They don't think that we're attractive enough to be on video. And it's a real roadblock. It's, it's stopping so mm-hmm. many great people mm-hmm. from sharing great messages and great oh, information. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It, it definitely does. And, and I say, um, unless you are a beauty blogger, which I have been because I started in the beauty industry, um, then that shouldn't be your main concern. Your message is bigger than your mess. So if your eyebrows look messy, <laughs> but you have a powerful message, guess what's going to translate? Like you have to be clear on what your goal is. So if your goal is to uh, shift someone's mindset, change your life or uh, lives or um, show them something that you have that can possibly elevate, uh, you know, their situation, then that's what's important. You know, so you have to think about what your message is and, and what it's doing to the other person on the other end of or the other side of the screen. What is your message doing for your viewer? Um, they will bypass. They, You know what's crazy? They will bypass uh, whatever mess that you think you're you're looking like or in. And they will connect so deeply to that message because you came on there being yourself and not being, you know, not focused on being perfect. Ma'am. So you make an even deeper connection. I love that. (laughs) I love what you said about your message is bigger than your mess. Oh my gosh. Yes. If that is not a (laughs) soundbite for the ages, because that is so true. We get so caught up in like, I don't have this and I don't look like this. And people are not even looking for that. Like they're looking for a change. They're looking for something better. They want a transformation in their lives. 
and they don't care that your eyebrows might be a few days past like it's waxing expiration date it doesn't matter (laughs) and i say that in love siobhan i'm sorry i didn't mean to call you out sometimes she (laughs) listens to the show (laughs) but it's true so you've been doing youtube for a while tell us about your Mm -hmm. first youtube channel (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so by this point, I've had three YouTube channels. So there's one that I don't talk about, <laughs> which is why I'm able to teach so well based on the fear of starting up a channel. Because I started the channel and I deleted it after, um, like, I want to say no time. Like, so I started this channel and I uploaded a video to it. And overnight, the fear of what I thought people were going to say and what I thought, you know, our minds can tell us a lot. So your mind is made to keep you safe in a safe situation. <laughs> and, you know, it's it, it, course it, of fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. So it will tell you everything to avoid discomfort. And so I deleted the channel. I deleted the the video. I can't even remember what the video was about. And and I deleted the channel as well. And it took me years after to start again. And I think back of when I started that first channel and the people that were on YouTube, YouTube was so easy then. There was nobody on YouTube. If I had just pushed through, (sighs) let's just say I'd be sipping um, mimosa somewhere <laughs> right now because the people who started in that time they're like you know so far ahead however what is meant to be will be and so I started a few years later and I had the same type of night when I posted my first video but I pushed through and I left it and I was committed to um, sharing about my hair journey right so I was more concerned about the the um, the info the people were receiving on the other end. People wanted to know things like, how many locks do you have? How many should I start with? What did you do? People really want to know about our genuine experiences. They don't want all the fluff and the fanciness, <laughs> you know? And so when you're able to connect with people on a uh, really, really, this is me level, you create a deeper connection. You create a connection like no other. Now, when you do that on camera, people look at you like, it's kind of like TV, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this person is doing something that I'm afraid to do. So if you decide to push through the fear of video, you don't understand what you're going to do for your business, for, you know, other people. It is, it's, it's like no other. And don't get me wrong. We are all human and we all feel the same fears. Whatever you are telling yourself right now about why you're not on camera, I have told myself that before, but I did it anyway. Okay. And oh, you didn't tell us what's the name of the second YouTube channel. Is it still up if people want to check it out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's now The Daily Show. The Daily <laughs> so that's show. where I share yeah, I just share my life, like, you know, my thoughts, things that I'm going through. I recently moved from New York City to Dallas, and so I just picked a city and decided Dallas was it, and I moved to Dallas. And so I documented things like that, and so that's even helping me in business because it's helping me to grow a physical audience in Dallas, right? So let's say I want to host an event next year. I'm able to do that because that 
channel is helping me because they know that I moved to Dallas and then I share a little bit about what I do. So they're, they're like, well, how can I do that too? So that's how video and think about it, that YouTube channel really has nothing to do with what I do professionally. So, you know, people connecting with you, people are buying you, <laughs> right? You can have whatever uh, product or service. If someone connects with you, that's what, you know, they're going to buy into. Yeah, I hope that made sense. I know, like, I, I get excited and start <laughs> rambling. <laughs> no, I love I love your passion for video and everything that you said has just been really encouraging, even to me. Um, I've had a YouTube channel. You Like you, I, it's not a secret because it's, it's there. But um, mm-hmm. most people don't know that I started out as a fashion blogger. And so I do have a YouTube channel. Wow. I mean, there's the Keep Chasing the Stars one there, but I mean, it's, it's mostly podcasts. But uh, there is another channel that from like 10 years I'm ago. I'm going to do an in-depth <laughs> Google search right now. <laughs> there is a channel with some videos. Um, and every so often I log on YouTube and I'll log into that account by mistake. And I, I laughed to myself because I'm like, oh my gosh. But you know what? What you said, a friend said to me a few years ago, she was like, Mo, if you would have just kept doing those videos yes. all that time ago, she was like, you'd be killing it. But that part. <laughs> but as you also mentioned, like things change, you evolve. Um, and yeah. what I was doing then is not what I'm doing now. And I, I wouldn't. But it was a stepping stone. It was yeah. a stepping stone. But um, mm-hmm. even now, uh, I'm not uncomfortable speaking in front of people. I don't mind going live. There I just, I just don't. Uh, I have to build more time into it. So even some of the stuff that you said just made me really be like, okay, so maybe you need to stop making some excuses and go ahead and You know what? That. I realized <laughs> with video, you kind of have to understand like how it connects to the bigger picture of your life, mm. right? So if you know that it can get you where you want to be faster and it doesn't even have to be monetary, right? It can be. So if you know you have a business and you know that doing video is going to get you found online and get you more customers, and that's one way to think about it. Like I have to go live or I have to record video because it's connected to my monetary goal for this year. Or um, even if it's a different goal, like growing your tribe, like you may not know what you want to monetize just yet, but keep in mind that people are, people are looking for people. Mm-hmm. to click with and connect with, right? So if you start sharing your experiences, you might end up by happenstance growing a community that you're able to monetize later on just because of you being you. So it's you have to connect video to, you know, the goals. <laughs> and then it becomes a, oh, I need this. <laughs> because if you create a video and you make $500 tomorrow um, or next year, at least you you did you did something, so you know that if you do it again, it's gonna you know like so it's kind of like connecting it to the bigger thing, and that's when it becomes a oh I have to do this. I like that, and especially when you say like how it connects to your goals. You know how I feel about goals, so I'm like hmm, how does video connect to my goals? Yes, so you have <laughs> to connect it. If you connect it, you're gonna think about it differently. You're gonna start showing up. It's kind of like if you're going to school, you know that your attendance matters to your end of, uh, I'm from Trinidad. So I'm like, how do you guys say that? (laughs) It matters for graduation. There you go. Right. So you won't be able to graduate if you're not attending. It's the same thing. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So let's talk about these YouTube channels because I'm convinced I'm ready. But some other people may be asking this question. Does it have to cost a lot to start a YouTube channel? Do you have to make a lot of financial investment? 
Um, I would say your biggest investment is your phone bill or your Wi-Fi bill. <laughs> because if you have a phone, then you can create. Most smartphones are like going part to par with our fancy point and shoots and our DSLRs. So if you have a phone, use your back camera, right? Because that one is of higher quality and go. You don't need, you don't need all the fanciness. What? You just got to get over yourself and start. <laughs> However, if you have a business, having a video strategy is important because then you just don't want to mind mindlessly create. Well, you want to create with intention. Okay. What about some other, okay, so we got the camera covered. Everybody has a camera in their pocket. They got a phone. Yes. What about some other low cost video equipment? Like, do we need fancy editing software? Do you have some suggestions there? Like, do we need a bunch of fancy lighting? Can we just stand in front of a well-lit window and sit on the couch and talk? Like, what do we need? What do we need? I would say top three things besides our phone. What do we need to get some mm -hmm. video produced? Uh, top three things I would say is uh, light, right? So let's cover lighting. You can definitely stand in front of a window um, with, you know, and sit on your couch as long as we can see you and it's not super grainy, <laughs> right? Because we want to be able to connect with you in some way. If you don't have, because not everyone has a natural lighting situation. I remember when I was in New York City, um, definitely did not have a well-lit uh, natural lighting situation. So I invested in a Diva ring light. Right. So that is definitely you can just use that alone. You don't have to get the whole studio. I did that for a very long while. Right. So just make sure that it has a dimmer like you can brighten it and dim it as you would like, because if you're using your phone, your phone is um, going to react to whatever light is around it. And you don't want to be overexposed. But you don't want to finagle with your phone camera settings either. So just get a dimmable ring light. And that helps so much and um for editing you can edit on your phone as well um for me i if i'm editing on my phone i use filmora go right um i i also use the filmora desktop app and i have all this information on my website shameless plug <laughs> so you can get i have an equipment guide there that has easy equipment and um Definitely tips. It has like audio playlists that are royalty free. It has so much info in that equipment guide. So you can head on to my website and get that. Do you have the URL handy? I believe, horribly, it's uh, zaleybarclay.com forward slash TV. Awesome. I will add that to the show notes. Yay. <laughs> but yes, so there are a few things that, and you know, and have a tripod so that you're not holding your hand. So that's another essential. I feel like lighting tripod and your message minus the mess, <laughs> you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there it is. Lighting tripod, uh, your message and boom, you got, you got a video. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> now let's talk about the thing that I feel like most people are listening for because, okay, you've sold us. We're ready. We know we need these channels. We have some low cost equipment options. All right. I'm ready to go. What about the person that says, but I'm awkward on camera. I wish you could see me right now. Monique <laughs> sees me, but I am, I'm just me. I'm quirky. 
I ramble. I'm not perfect. I have no eyebrows on because I shave them off to put them on how I want. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so if I can do it, you can too. The thing that used to hold me back the most and I've embraced it so much um, is I am from Trinidad and Tobago. So I was born in the Caribbean and I have an accent. And so that used to stop me from, you know, like when I get really passionate, my accent comes out and says, hey, girl, hey, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I have so much going on that I can say, I'm not going to do video. And I get up and I do it and people love it. And if they don't love it, they can click on the next video right there. <laughs> I just, I love you so much and your energy is so fun. <laughs> so I think that's great. Uh, just thinking about like, if you can do it, anybody can do it. But what about the person that's just like, no, but seriously, I'm really, really awkward. Like what is something that they could do that would help them relax or help them feel like, okay, uh, this is not awful. I can still press, you know, record and I'm going to do mm -hmm. a five minute video and keep it pushing. Okay, cool. That happens. Totally fine. And so this is my solution for that. Um, the first thing that you need to know is what are you going to talk about? Right? So if you can think about the outcome for your viewer, right? And you can break that down into three parts or two parts. You then you're able to say, okay, so this is the first thing that I'm going to talk about. Second thing, third thing, right? So take a deep breath, rewrite your story, meaning that you have to sit and tell yourself, I am the, the person that's supposed to deliver this message, right? So you are the person that's supposed to put this out there. It might be some, a lot of things that I create are things that I'm looking for and I can't find it. And then when I put it out there, so many people are looking for it as well. And then I become the go-to person for that specific thing, right? So you have your three points and then you want to think about what you're going to say at the beginning of your video and then at the end of your video. And so all of these things they make up your video. Like you just recorded your video, but you've got to be prepared. So don't be afraid to write something down. It doesn't make you less of an expert if you have to research and expand on something else that someone else forgot to mention or something else that is relative to your experience. Like do your research, sit down and write your notes, and then you're definitely able to flow a bit better rather than just getting on the camera and starting to ramble. And don't be afraid to do something over at least three times. You're not a pro. You're not a news reporter. So you're not just going to get on camera and be a total natural, right? So don't be afraid to shoot, reshoot, like do something three times. Test, listen to, to how you sound. Listen to, take a look. Is it well lit? You know, is your audio okay? Can we hear you clearly? Test and try till you find your sweet spot or your space. You're going to be mad when you're seeing other people sharing the message that you know you were meant to share and you're just sitting there being a watcher mm. or a viewer. <laughs> and, then she, <laughs> and then she sips from a glass as if she's sipping her tea. <laughs> and oh. it's good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But it's true. Let's switch gears a little bit. 
Are you noticing any trends right now in the video space? Is like, are we still super into live streaming? Are we are we fully on board with like this micro content um, delivered mm-hmm. via Instagram, like sixty second videos and like Instagram mm-hmm. stories? Like, what are you noticing that's happening right now that we can capitalize on? Right, <laughs> so many trends. But with trends, I, I advise you to also kind of understand. Um, what the people that you would like to relate to you, what are they doing, right? So example, if you're an author, where are your people? Where are they hanging out? So you want to kind of use the trend of that specific platform because you might be catering to, like let's say you are uh, 60 years old, right? Your, Your counterparts may not be on Instagram scrolling all day. So you you'll be burning out trying to create micro content for an audience that is not there. So you kind of have to understand like, oh, and, and it's also very reflective of where you spend your time. So if you know you're not on Instagram, don't kill yourself <laughs> on Instagram, right? Because then your people may not be on Instagram either. So kind of do some research and understand uh, where your people are. And then you can understand the trends of that platform. For example, Pinterest just released video. So if your people are on Pinterest, then you can understand how how are they using video on Pinterest or am I going to just share from YouTube? Or even with Instagram, we just released, I said we like I own Instagram. You never know. But anyway, um, Instagram just released a layout for IGTV, right? So it's like, okay, so how am I? So now it's going to show up in our feeds. So that's going to be better because before you would have to go to a whole different. So platforms are always developing. So you kind of have to understand like what's going on with that specific platform as well. Right. And then you have to understand what your goals are. Example, I don't do a lot of IGTV because it's not searchable. It's not going to help new people really find me. Right. And my goal is to expand my audience. That's my current goal to expand my audience. So I need to create searchable content. So for me, searchable content means how do I create an online course, right? So I'm, I will be the person that you're finding for that. Or um, how do I make a bag or, you know, it depends on what you're doing, obviously. But for me, when I create content that I know my audience is searching for, I'm able to find new people every day. And I get messages every day like, oh, my gosh, where have you been all this time? Or I've been looking for, you know, so... You want to um, use the trend that is working on the specific platform that works for you. So don't get too caught up or frustrated about trends. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. Understand your audience, understand your goal, and that's going to help you understand like, you know, what kind of content you should be creating. However, I will say something that's not really a trend, um, but it's just what's happening right now is transparency and being yourself. Is, is coming more at the forefront, uh, regardless of which platform you're using, be yourself and show up as yourself, show up as you, and there will be people waiting to be with open arms. Mm. And right. the trend of consistency. Sorry, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> the trend of consistency, be consistent, show up. Be consistent, girl. That's not a trend. That is a lifestyle. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Okay. So you've mentioned several times about uh, using video to grow your community, grow your audience. What Mm -hmm. about 
leveraging video as a sales tool? How can we get started? And keep in mind, like we're we're just we are newbies, we're beginners. Mm-hmm. What are some mm-hmm. ways or some tips that we can use video to leverage uh, sales? Video is so amazing for leveraging sales. Video is like that in-person girl at Macy's that's telling you, you need this coat because it's warm. We see the product. We look, we think we can touch the product. Think about QVC. They've been around forever. HSN, they've been around forever. Amazon has now integrated video into their selling so they will have a video running on whatever product of the day or things like that that they have going on. Video is a super seller. I've seen people make millions in like three years using video, right? Um, so with video, you're able to create a deeper connection. It's definitely um, developing your no like trust factor. Like even also people that have used your product before or bought something from you, how do they feel? So even getting them to do a video on why they like the product, people want to hear from other people that are interacting with what it is that you have to sell. If that makes sense for a a lack of better words or thoughts, right? (laughs) So using other people on camera to, if you're a hairstylist and, and, and so, you know, you, you show someone else, there are full pages like that on YouTube and Instagram where they're showing the product and how pleased the person is with the haircut or the hairstyle. You get what I'm saying? So it's like using video in that way is definitely going to keep you on people's minds and they're going to want to, that's why we have influencers now. (laughs) This is true. Right. That's a fact. (laughs) Yes, you can have a product and send it to someone. And if they share it with their audience, most people require a video because a photo doesn't do much. We just see you smiling with whatever it is. But a video sells. So if you're looking for a trend, going back to our question before, Instagram stories or Facebook stories are mini clips. Like you don't even have to maintain your feed as much as you used to have to. I would say it's fine to post every two days on your main feed, but Instagram stories is a great way for people to get to know who you are, see the back end of what you do, see the process of creating your product, see testimonials from other people and things like that. So and that just, <laughs> it made me, while you were talking, uh, made me think of two things. One, that's why unboxing videos are so, uh, so big yeah. and why they, people love them because it's like, Oh, yeah. Let me show you this product, yes. like how it's packaged and what's in here. And ooh, is, I'm surprised like, because, you know, those all these subscription yes. boxes, like I didn't know what I was getting. That's why unboxing videos are so popular. Like that's, mm-hmm. if you, oh gosh, on YouTube alone, those videos of people yes. opening toys. <laughs> um, yes. Like there's that, there's, um, so some years ago, there was this YouTube vlogger called Graveyard Girl. Um, she's a really quirky girl from Texas, super quirky. And so she is, uh, she used to review all the as seen on TV, um, products that you get in like CBS or Walmart. And so she actually, um, grew so much from doing those reviews. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, if the company now sees that you are using their products or you're, you're, uh, pushing people to buy their products because she would say if it's good or not, they start sending you things. 
You get what I'm saying? So it's even with video, I would always say attach yourself to something that is bigger than you. That will definitely help you grow faster. So you don't have to spend money. Like what's around your house that you know that you love? Something else that I've noticed, um, and I find this to be really useful from a consumer standpoint, is uh, Mm -hmm. like I've seen it on Banana Republic where Mm -hmm. they have video clips on the individual clothing pieces yeah. so you can see like a dress and you can see like okay how, how does it fit how does it move is it boxy and the model is 5a so i can see how it where it would you know yeah and i find that on me. yeah i mm-hmm. love that Help. i love that so much it makes purchasing online for me a lot simpler because i have to yeah. buy things online because i'm very tall so right. a lot of times you can't get right. the talls in the store you got to buy them online I find that to be so useful to have like yeah. that actual in-use product video so that I know like, is this dress going to be like a mini dress on me or is it going to be an appropriate right. length? So that's... And think about if they paired some shoes with that dress and now you're like, oh, I got to get the shoes because now it just goes. Like, <laughs> So it's perfect for upselling as well. You have to show people how to use your product. How do they use it? You don't want people guessing. Exactly. So, ooh, those were some, that was some really good points. I love that. So basically, bottom line here, if you want to leverage video for sales, show how people are using the product. Show happy reports or testimonials, video testimonials for people who have used it. Show us how to use it. Like, let us know what it looks like. Don't just tell us a list of features. Show us those features in use. Exactly. All right. Yep. So... This is something that I would love to know personally for myself, but I think that this would be useful to other people. Can you give us an example of a really simple video workflow? So I made this video Uh and now I'm like, now what? (laughs) So you made your video. So you've covered your three points. You did your intro and you did your outro. So that's done. And so the next thing that you would uh, do is edit. Right. So you get into your editing software and you do some light editing um, unless you're uh, Steven Spielberg and you're, you know, doing a whole movie, which you're not. So don't overthink editing either. And so (laughs) and so you're done with editing. Um, Or do you want me to go through that process as well? Uh, No, let's the highlight reel. So we edit it. Right. Okay. So that's on the website as well, though. Yes. Right. So you, you edit. And so the next thing that you would do is uh, head over to YouTube. And, well, let me stop. Before you do your video, always do research. See who else is doing it, what they spoke about, what they missed, what you could insert. Um, solidify your point of view as well, because that's really important. Because, example, I can't teach moms how to manage their time because I'm not a mom. Right? So... Get really specific with your research and then record. Don't ever record anything without researching it and seeing if you should even record it, (laughs) right? Is it something that people are searching for or looking for? Kind of like when you get on and you do a video about my fabulous day. No one is searching for that unless you're Beyonce or Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Right? So that's where we start with making intentional content. So do a search. When you find your search, you do your three points, you do your intro and your outro, and then you get into your editing, right? So because you've done your research, you're kind of aware of the videos that are kind of like yours. That's the beauty of YouTube. 
10 people can do the same videos, but you show up as a related video. So that's a great way for people to find you as well. Think about when you've watched a video, you're like, oh no, I don't want this. I want something else, right? And so you end up in that sidebar looking for a thumbnail that stands out. So thumbnails are really important. If your thumbnail is boring, nobody's clicking your video. Kind of like, you know, um, kind of like cookies at a store. You know, you see the colorful, pretty ones first. And then you can dive into, you know, everything else. So it's kind of like that. Like, <laughs> so you need to think like that. Your thumbnail, get into Canva. Canva is the key, okay? If you're not into like Photoshop and things like that, get into Canva. You can create a, a bomb thumbnail in there. They have templates as well. Or PicMonkey. And dive in and create something that would make you want to click on your own video, <laughs> right? And then um, you just go ahead and upload, you name your video. Like I said, keep your name searchable. Think about what someone would be searching for. Use your YouTube search bar. That is your guide. It's going to share with you if you should or not um, create a specific video. And, uh, yeah, you do your upload, make sure you include your description where people can find you. Um, you know, what else that they, whatever else that they may want from you as well. Um, make sure you include a blurb about what the video is about. Right. So you're able to do all of those things. And also you want to make sure that you are tagging correctly as well. And that's a, a bit more in depth, but um, I do talk about that on my website as well and inside of my video academy as well. So, you know, it can definitely get more specific than that. But then you just go through the upload. Uh, you, you hit upload. I kind of hope I covered everything because my workflow is definitely more in depth because I do have a business. I do different things. But I covered definitely your titles, your tags, your descriptions, your thumbnails is, is a huge thing as well. And yeah, no, that, that was perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to break it down as simple as possible. Like, like I said, we are, we are noobs, so we don't need your yes. fancy business <laughs> workflow yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But, yeah. So I want to turn the tables on you a little bit because uh, since you are a video expert and the whole point of this series is to convince people it's worth their time to do these things that they've been holding back mm -hmm. from doing. What are some opportunities that have come about for you because of your use of video? Oh, everything. <laughs> I like my life. <laughs> um, I don't know. I get to work with amazing companies consistently because of video. I do not have a huge audience and I'm still able to do what I love full time. And that in itself is a blessing. Like I know people that um, have bigger audiences than I do and they still can't, uh, you know, work full time for themselves. So video has definitely helped me to reach uh, my own goals faster, uh, personal and financial. And it's definitely helped me to impact the lives of others, which is just more important to me than anything at all. If I can help someone um, or inspire someone or motivate someone, then, hey, <laughs> I guess my spot in, in heaven is solidified. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so definitely transformational. All right, so I want to wrap this up uh, with asking, because we're all about taking action here. 
the action challenge. I want people to get ready to do their YouTube channel. And if they were going to start in the next 24 hours, what are three things that someone can put into action right now if they wanted to launch a YouTube channel? Okay, so the first thing that you would do is figure out who your subscriber is. Like, who are you thinking is going to look at your YouTube channel? And it doesn't matter if, if you look at uh, a specific channel and you like what they're doing and you want to do it too, right? Think about, like, who are the people that are watching that channel or what are they looking for? So kind of understanding who you want to create for because a lot of times we start creating blindly. So you want to kind of know who you're creating for. The second thing is pick a niche, right? Niches equal to riches. So <laughs> if you are a fitness coach and you want to start sharing tips on that, um, definitely think about, are you a fitness coach for moms? Are you a fitness coach for moms with full-time jobs? Like, so that will help you also to create content because then you're creating content for a specific type of person. And so that comes back to your subscriber avatar, right? Just understanding who it is that you're creating for specifically. Then you want to make sure that once you've done those two things, <laughs> that you definitely also set up your YouTube channel. YouTube can look like no one is uploading on that channel. So put your, make sure you um, go on, definitely put up your YouTube banner, put a nice picture of you smiling and making eye contact with the people on the other end. <laughs> um, make sure that you also let them know like, hey, this channel is for moms who are working full time and they, cause there are people like that. They're looking for meal plans. They're looking for quick exercises, quick workouts that they can do and things like that. So you want to also fill out your channel description, right? So you want to make sure that your channel looks like kind of like if you have a home and you have no furniture in there, then how can people know that they can come visit? Although you may not want people to come visit, but I'm just saying. <laughs> also <laughs> the next thing. So after you do that, after you do those three things, just do it. It doesn't have to be a public video. It can be a private video. You can send it out to friends. You can send it out to someone. You can email me. I'm Zaley at ZaleyBarclay.com. You know, and definitely get some feedback from people. Don't listen to the dream killers because they are there. But get some feedback from people who are doing things. Okay, so they got to be doers too, <laughs> right? And keep going, keep, keep uploading, keep pushing it, keep sharing it. And definitely you'll see, you'll, you'll, you'll feel the feeling of how good it feels like to push through and do something. But those are the things that I would say. All right. So there we go. Those are your actions, people. You need to figure out who your subscriber is, pick a niche, and then set up your channel. Put some furniture in your house and let people know that they can come by. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. I love this. And to close it out, do you have some parting words, a pep talk? I mean, I feel like this whole episode has been like a pep talk from Bailey <laughs> about start your channel. But do you have like some parting words, last things that you want people to know uh, in order to get started with their channel? Uh, well, so I will say that I've been teaching video since 2015. And back then I used to say, you need to start now because it's 2015 and it's only going to get bigger. And since I said that, Facebook has launched video in so many different ways. Facebook has now Facebook. Like, listen, it's going to keep developing. So start, just start. That's the biggest thing with video just start it could be a, a video of yourself in your bathroom <laughs> if that's where the lighting the best lighting is start testing and trying just start stop 
thinking and try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. All right. <laughs> so there you guys have it. Those are the parting words from our video expert, Zaylee. And as you guys can see, like her energy is so fun and so contagious, which is why I had to have her back on the show. And I thought she would be perfect for this episode. So thank you again for agreeing to come back on the show and share with us so generously all of your wonderful information. You guys, if you like this episode, I need you to share with a friend. You probably have a friend that you know needs a vlog or their own YouTube channel. Send them the link. And also... Tag us on social. So yes. uh, video is everything. You can create little video clips from your phone now. Ooh. Upload those to Insta Story. You can tag me at Star Chasers Only. You can tag Zay Lee. I believe you're at what? Zay yes. Lee Barclay on yes. Instagram. So Zay Lee Barclay. <laughs> you can tag her. Let us know that you guys enjoyed the show. If you really loved it and you want extra brownie points, please leave a review on iTunes. That is podcasting gold. And it helps us yes. show up in the algorithms that we don't understand, but know that they influence <laughs> everything. So <laughs> that <part>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, help us rise in the ranks in these these uh, podcast directories because it's hard out here for podcasters. Let me tell y'all, we don't know how any of this works. We just know that it does. <laughs> exactly. So, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance. Uh-huh.